Hello everyone, and welcome to the Stubscast, the content curator hub podcast where I talk to other gamers, sorry, other gaming content curators about their journey into the content creation and sharing tips and tricks. Welcome, Michael Mullin, Michael Mullis from Original Next Level Gaming. How are you doing in this lock, lockdown world? Did I say your name right? You got it. You got it. Most people put an N, most people put an N in my name. It's perfectly okay. Um, but no, it's uh, it's great to be here. The lockdown. You know, I actually before um, before coming on, uh, my wife and my three boys and I did a, a two mile, uh, two point one mile hike. So I'm all I'm all set, pumped up, ready to go. But oh, it so did <laughs> did show me how out of shape I still am. <laughs> so. But uh, no, it's great to be here. Uh, thank you so much for having me. Um, it's been, uh, 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 you know, uh, uh, I've been looking forward to being on, and uh, uh, and I love what you do. Uh, I love I love that the that you're you're concentrating on content creators and talking to people around and giving people, um, you know, some some nice air. Uh, you know, guys and good people like Jay Williams and and such. I mean, it's just I'm I'm so happy to. Uh, to be here. Oh, thanks. That's uh, people seem to be liking it. I mean, when I first started, I done the first show, and I wasn't really sure how it would go down, and people loved it. So, I just carried on doing it. Yeah, it's a great. It's, and, well, you know, it's a really went from there. It's a really nice format. You know, everybody, um, including us. I have to say, we're all talking. You know, we're all talking about games. We're all talking about news. We're all talking about stuff. You take a different tack. You, wow. you're, you're bringing in the folks who are doing that and talking to them about what they do. And I think that's awesome. I think there's a great, um, there's a great place for it. And I know I've enjoyed listening to, uh, to the Stubbs cast myself. So um, it's a real honor to be here. Oh, thank you. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> welcome. Welcome. Dreadpool. Welcome. Graphic God. Hope you're doing okay. Now, Michael, you're quite mm -hmm. a big history in the gaming industry, including being a games journalist for over 10 years, which I say, I think I find it very impressive, to be honest. I don't. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so let's start at the beginning. How did you actually get into gaming? Oh, my goodness. All right. So um, I'm, I'm going to be 46 uh, in September. So th you know, if you think back into the 70s, the early 70s, uh, your gaming choices were... Um, Atari and television, um, you know, some, co you know, Atari computer, Commodore 64, things like that. So I started on an Intellivision. My father at the time, uh, at the time, my father worked for uh, a toy company, a toy uh, store. So he had access uh -huh. to a bunch of stuff. So he brought home, but he always brought home the, the, the other thing. So whatever wasn't the popular thing, he used to bring home. So <laughs> okay. I, so while everybody else had an Atari twenty six hundred, my dad brought home an an Intellivision. Fell in love with it. Great system. Um, you know, uh, and, and kudos to uh, to Tommy Tallarico for for bringing that that brand back with the Amico coming out later this year and in, in October. Um, that was my that was my starter. Um, it was my starter game system. And, I mean, I did eventually get in a, in a 2600, but the Intellivision was really what I spent a lot of time on. And I have, um, I still have a, uh, I don't have my original system anymore. 
but I'll turn my camera around. I hope it doesn't make anybody okay. dizzy. Um, up at the top shelf, you can still see some of the games that I wow. have. Um, <laughs> yep, so I still have a lot of the, the games, and um, I do have it in television too. I just don't have it hooked up. But, you know, that was my first system. And as I, as I got older, um, you know, I played on a – I had an Atari – uh, 800 computer and then i had a 1200 xl so i was an atari an atari kid when it came to the computer side okay. um so i played a lot of games on there um and and downloaded a lot of games too i had the uh 300 baud modem that that you know from war games that you dialed up and you put it on the the acoustic baud you know baud modem and um and so we'd you know download games and and i'd have uh, floppy after floppy after floppy of stuff. Um, and then, uh, sort of as I, as I grew out of that, um, out of that phase, I got into, uh, PC gaming a bit. I had a Tandy 1000 EX, uh, which is really, you know, my first foray into PC. Um, and then from there, okay. I kind of, I, 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 I moved over into console gaming um, kind of when the Genesis came out, and uh, yeah, it's still again yeah, story. Oh yes, well, you can so, Mega Drive over here, there, my friend. Yes, Mega Drive over there, <laughs> Genesis over here. Um, and and I became a Sega guy for a long time. Um, and then as I as I you know branched off, then I got into more of the the multi platform gaming. I I started my Nintendo journey with a nintendo 64 um you know then you know of course xbox gamecube ps uh ps2 is where i started my playstation gaming you know, ps2 ps3 xbox 360 ps4 xbox and so on and so on so um my sega uh my sega fandom <laughs> as it were um yeah. actually came by complete accident i love telling this yeah. story uh the um you know, I was still doing PC gaming at the time, and but I was at home, and I was yeah. still younger. Um, so I had my Tandy 1000 EX. Uh, this was before I started building. You know, uh, Jay in the chat says DX266. I had a D. I had a DX4100. I've not uh, heard of any of these, to be honest. Well, uh, those were the those were the, <laughs> the those were the, the chips at the time. So before, yeah. think pre Pentium. Oh, um, okay. But yeah, so Dreadpool, I had the Tandy 1000 EX. Which had 16 colors and three channel sound, and it was really good. Uh, actually, ran a BBS off of it um, back when those were a thing. But when in the 80s, when um, uh, you know, when the big Nintendo craze came about, um, yeah. you know, I was still playing on, still playing on PC. But then, you know, I. Um, when the Genesis came out, I started to want to play console stuff. I wanted to get away. So I asked my my parents for Hanukkah to get me a Nintendo Entertainment System. I wanted an NES. Okay. Well, my dad brought home a, this thing called the Sega Genesis. And I cried and lost. I was like, well, how could you do this to me? I didn't cry, but I was upset. I was like, yeah. you know, I, that's not what I wanted. I wanted an, I wanted an NES. And my dad was like, well, you know, this is what they had. But look at the box. It looks The games look really, really cool on here. I mean, everybody at the store is talking about it. Uh, and I, you know, after about a day or so of, 
of being upset. I finally was like, all right, I took it out of the box. I plugged it in. And the packing game at the time was um, Altered Beast. And I put Altered Beast in and I turned it on. And I was blown away. And when you start the game and I heard, you know, Zeus in the background or whatever, you know, God's name was, say, rise from your grave. And I'm like, this is, oh, my God. And then this, you know, this giant dude, you know, like this, they taking up half the screen, walking across, turning into a wolf and and beating the crap out of things. I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. I apologize to my father. <laughs> no, I, I it was my journey into um, Segedom. And, uh, you know, as you can might be able to see behind me, um, I have my PS4, my Xbox boxes on the wall. But right in the middle is the GOAT, greatest of all time, the Dreamcast. And, oh, um, Dreamcast. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and the Dreamcast actually got me started in a lot of things. So, um, you know, one of the questions you had was that we'll get to. And then the Dreamcast kind of plays a very pivotal role in um where i am today believe it or not sega does i mean sega really does so uh jay i did have a vic 20 for a small time um we were i mean for a very small time um i i remember lunar lander on it that's about it also had a ti yes quack shot yep that was a great genesis game (laughs) great genesis game also had a ti 99 4a which had some really fun games on it uh, Munchman and Car Wars, a Parsec and Tombstone Raider, Tombstone City. That's some good stuff on there too. So, welcome, welcome, Invader, and welcome, Andy Mack. Hey, Invader. Hey, oh, I, uh, I missed, uh, I missed Beardy Mac coming into the chat room. And yes, I agree, man. You need way more subs than what you have. Might get there one day. Hey, you're you're nearly hitting a thousand subscribers. You're not nearly. No, 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 we're not. You'll, you'll get there soon. Yep, yep. We just keep plugging away. Exactly. You know, you deserve way more than you have. Oh, thank you. You do too, yeah. man. You yeah. do too. <laughs> so, oh, what's up, UK Daz? Thanks for coming by. Hey, Daz, what's up, brother? Gorf. Oh my God, they're gonna start. They're gonna start bringing in. They're just gonna start pumping, pumping retro games into the chat room. <laughs> So, That's by fun. the way, guys, you know, um, if it's all right with Stubbs, ask me anything. You know, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, that's all good. Nice. I'm open, open book. This is this is a uh, uh, you know great way to to find out all about me. <laughs> so, so is that have we covered you, you, you how you got into gaming? Yeah, that's or how I got into more? gaming. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's how I, that's 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 how my gaming started. Yes. Very good story though that is. Thanks. Mine isn't mine isn't so interesting. <laughs> well, how did you get into games? Well, I just got Sega Mega Drive. That was it. <laughs> There's nothing that's the best way to do but, it. But but the but the one thing is though, my dad bought it and then obviously because we were kids, um then at night time he'd say, Right, it's bedtime. Bring your TV downstairs and your mega drive. And he'd sit there <laughs> playing it all night. <laughs> the same happened with the PS1. The same and any console we got. Yeah, bring it downstairs. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's the kind that's of thing I'm funny. Like, though. That sounds <laughs> <laughs> That's right, yeah. kids. Bring that Xbox downstairs. Yeah, exactly. 
Oh, but can you imagine saying it to the kids nowadays? Bring that Xbox down. No, it's mine. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Well, now that yeah. now with you know with stuff like Project X Cloud and and oh, stuff like no. that, they're not going to need to. Because I mean, my son is not exactly into them, but he started to show an interest. I mean, he see me playing t- totally. It's it's a little it's a little game. Total, it's a it's a delivery game. Do you know oh, what I mean? the uh, the the totally, uh, totally reliable, yeah, totally reliable. Yeah, he likes service. that. He, he can't deliver stuff, but he enjoys driving around and into planes and all that. Spicy well, John's in the chat. Welcome, Spicy John. Thanks for st- <laughs> stopping by. As you got any mint pops for you? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, John, he is our he is our brother, man. Yeah, I, 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 it was. It has been a wonderful uh, thing having John back on the show. It really has. Uh, I, the The panel that we have now um, is is I mean, just such a powerful. Um, we have so much experience, uh, you know, between us because we're all older gamers. I mean, you know, we're all in our uh, most all of us are in our forties. I think Frankie's a little younger than us, but you know, uh, Chris, John, and I, you know, we're we're in our forties, so. You know, we we've got like 150, 160 years of experience between all of us uh, in the gaming realm, and um, these guys, you know, these guys, I am nothing without without the rest of my crew. Let me tell you. No, it's a good, so, it's a good crew you've you've, you've gathered. Definitely, yeah, that's a, they're dynamite. Definitely. So, right, this may sound like a stupid question, but what does a game journey actually entail as most people just think you sit there playing games all day and that's it. <laughs> that's what a lot of them believe. <laughs> well, yeah, I wish. Um, I'll tell you, you know, and, and look, I'm not going to speak for others because you have, so what you have to remember is I only worked, for, I only worked for one publication before branching out and creating Next Level Gaming. So okay. I can't speak to, you know, people that work at IGN or, or, you know, those kind of places. I can only really speak for what my experience was and how, because, because while I didn't, while I was just an editor for my first, my first site, um, you know, I created, when I created Next Level Gaming, um, you know, I, I, I had to run it. So, you know, I, I ran it plus, plus, did the the you know the the work um and then i had some talented people working with me too and i don't want to take away from you know a lot of people worked very hard to to write articles and do reviews and stuff but um you know i i had the added uh the i had the added piece of having to deal with the financials and keeping the site running i mean we you know it's it's it was different than it is now uh, where you can find you can find place on a WordPress blog and, and upload it somewhere and keep it. We had to, yeah. you know, we, and, and YouTube for videos and stuff like that. We had to keep, um, we had to keep a server. We had to build a server and keep it in a co-location. And when, you know, we had to build, we had to build the back end. We had to build the site. My original, the original site that I had was built in, uh, built by a gentleman over in Europe. Okay. That um, built it in a custom code 
that he built. And when he left, he he left and kind of left us in this kind of lurch because none of us knew what he did in the background, and he didn't leave it in a in a way that we could sustain it. So I had to take a very fast um, crash course in SQL and <laughs> no, no joke SQL and um, uh, ASP script, and I had to rewrite our entire site and. We we ended up I ended up doing it. I wrote a whole new back end and and maintained it and stuff. And um it was it was a lot of work and a lot of time. So on top of that, you know, I had a full-time job because okay. we made enough money. We made enough money with Next Level Gaming to sustain the site because the site has the site had cost. You know, we had to keep that server running at our at the data center, which was, you know, at the time it was a hundred bucks a month, which, you know, for us young guys that are, um, that are working through, you know, that's not, a, that's, it's not easy to pull that money together. We're all starting families. We're all, you know, that kind of thing. So, um, we used pop-up ads and, and a UGO, uh, affiliate affiliation to do, to sustain us. Um, UGO was kind of one of those, um, uh, they were one of those multi-site things where they had a gaming side, they had a movie side, they had a, oh, and so oh, they brought they brought us in to to be an affiliate, and they supplied us with uh, with advertising that went on the site, and in turn they paid us for the advertising per click, and um, we made enough money every year to sustain the site. And to uh to pay for, you know, my entire crew's E three trip, which was wow. not cheap. No, no, no. And so, you know, we never, none of us took, none of us took a, uh, none of us took a salary. None of us, like, I did not take a single dime out of the site. I got paid in games, which was nice because, oh, you know, companies sent us, sent us games to review. Um, when it was discs, I sent demo. I sent you discs. Yep. yep. And in <laughs> fact, yeah. And in fact, um, I told you I was bringing some tchotchke stuff oh, you, you to show did. off. <laughs> um, I have some little known rarity things like, so this is from Xbox, the original Xbox, the OG. No, I'm sorry. This is Xbox 360. So this is a uh, copy of World Series of Poker. Oh, and this is how I would, you know, because I had a, I have a uh, 360 dev unit, which actually is, I still have it. I have it, I have it stored away. Microsoft never asked for it back after I retired. Um, but I still have it. I bet it still fires up into partner net. Um, and I could probably still run a couple of these things. I had from my great friends at Acclaim, the Red Star. Um, I miss oh, you guys. I miss Acclaim. Um, and so these are the things that, you know, we get these and then we, of course, get box copies of stuff. So, oh yeah, uh, okay. you know, and so I, instead of, um, instead of taking money from the site, um, I, you know, me and my crew, we got, we got games. So. Now, yeah. 
Well, I was going to, so to, to, to answer the, the bigger question of, mm-hmm. of whether you just get paid to play games all day, you, it's, it's much more than that. Um, you know, we also, we had a new section we had, um, in fact, um, you know, I, um, you can find, if you really want to go back and look at, you know, what we did and, and some of our, our fun. And I think it says I can share my screen if you don't mind. Yeah, you can do what you like. You can. Let's see. So let I've never used it before, but share. well, let's see if it works. So, yeah. uh, screen two, let's see what screen two does. I don't know what's going to happen here. Oh, oh, it's showing. Hold on. So it's showing. Hold on. Let me try the screen one then. Maybe it needs screen one. Cause I can, there we go. So there's a, there's a site called the internet Wayback machine. And if you go to its archive.web.archive.org and you put in www.nlgaming.com, um, we, they've captured about 500 site, uh, site pages between May of 2002 and March of 2020. Although now gaze, if you, if you see it, it's not, uh, it's some sunglass. I, I could rebuy the, the, the site for, uh, like $7,000 if I wanted, but, um, you know, we we really put a lot of time and effort into this site. So you can see a lot of a lot of our old work if you if you go and you look. So yeah, I'm you know, trying to add it. I'm trying to add it. Oh, there we go. There you go. So you know, um, it was more than just playing games to review. We did a lot of preview stuff and a lot of writing. We had to collate oh, yeah. a lot, um, and you know, I didn't have the luxury of uh, I had to. I've we didn't have YouTube. We had to we had to store videos right on the site, and I had to create them with a capture card. Um, but we also we also did news, so you had to you got a number of. Um, can't can't you? Oh, you, oh, you can't see it, Jay. Sorry, yeah, you can't see it. Uh, she says, "There we go, so you can see it now." Yeah. You know, we had to, we had to take. Um, anytime we got press releases, uh, it depends on. You know, like I said, some of this stuff is there, some of it's not. So it depends on what they were able to to okay. capture. But um, what's cool is they captured a lot of our review stuff. So, you know, um, here's here's my my Madden. Uh, my Madden page, my Madden 06 page. And I had a bunch of videos that you could click on. And yeah. I don't think the doubt they'll play now, but I have them. I have them on my hard drive. I copied a lot. I copied off everything before we shut down. So I have all this stuff um, sitting on my hard drive, but this is what we would do. So it's much more than it was much more than just playing and reviewing games. Anytime, anytime we got a press release, we we put the press release up, and and one of the things that we did that I'm I'm kind of proud of, we just we just reported the news when something came up, when a when a when somebody wanted to to I wish I wish it would show an actual news article, but when when a something comes up, we simply 
reposted it and let let people decide how they felt about it. At the bottom of a press release, we didn't put our take. You know, we just put it up there and let people decide. When we did now, when we did previews and, and reviews, of course, you have a little there's a little bit of, of subjectiveness to that. But the other thing too is we approached all of our uh, all of our content on the same even keel. Um, I didn't, you know, if I didn't like a certain genre of game, um, I didn't necessarily do that review. I might give that review to somebody who does. And if I'm the only one left, right. And if I'm the only one left doing it, then I'm going to, I'm going to, going to step back and not let my, my prejudice against the the genre, per se, um, get in the way of whether or not the game is actually good or bad, uh, and that led to that led to some some review scores that really went uh, against the grain a lot of times, oh, okay. and and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. But what was really nice was, you know, back then you had forums. You know, you didn't have social media, so you didn't have to worry about no. you didn't have to worry about a, a bunch of uh, nonsense. But I'd have people every once in a while that would put up a review on a forum of ours and say, "Hey, you know, I don't know why Mike said this, or I don't know why uh, Daniel said this, or I don't know why uh, Chris said this." You know, I would go on and I would, I'd respond and I'd respond with you know just kind of factual stuff. Hey, thanks for thanks for reading a review here's okay. what yeah. you know here's what here's here's why i wrote what i wrote and a lot of times it would lead to great conversations and people would come back for more nowadays if you say something to a to a game oh, journalist man. they'll block you they'll block you because they can't take they can't take criticism i took exactly. criticism because you got to remember this is not my full-time job but at the same time i took pride in my work and I always knew that there were people out there that were better than me. So it's like now there, you know, it, there are definitely podcasts out there that are better than next level gaming. Um, and we know that I know that, but I'm proud of what we do. And I'm proud of the work that, that we put in. And, and the same thing was here. I was very proud of the work that my, that me and my team put in and, and what was more important to me is, we had the respect of developers and publishers, which was important for us because we weren't IGN. We weren't GameSpot. We weren't somebody that you had to um, take seriously. You know, you, you couldn't, you know, you know, if you don't, if, if you don't get on IGN, you know, if you're not on their good side, well, then they can they, they can ruin your game by not covering it, and you could lose well, a lot yeah. of it. With us, you're you a real journalist, just say and have yes. integrity. Exactly. Well, and and we treated people, but we also, you know, look when when a when a game was not the best, we said it. When a game was, you know, look, I I've gotten some serious heat from uh, from some developers over reviews and such. So, you know, um, I just, yeah, it's surreal too, to go back and read some of this. And then we had some really neat interviews that we did. 
um, you know, uh, and and I still, like I said, it's still neat to go back and and see some of this. So this is what we did. This is this was my this. So in you know two thousand and seven, my my then uh, you know my now fifteen year old was you know getting to a point to where he needed dad's attention, and I couldn't do a full time job and then come home and spend four to five hours writing for the site, and that kind of that was where that was where the the decision came to kind of give it up it's fair enough so, fair enough reason you yeah. know so but i you know look in the in the time that we were there um in the time that we were doing this um you know, we hung with those big boys you know our numbers i was always astounded and we caught people's attention you know, Microsoft and Sony paid attention to us um, Very good guys. because of right. our numbers, because because they were they were not expecting, you know, here's a little site, you know, little site with five guys who, you know, literally do this on their spare time. But look at the numbers they get. And so, you know, it allowed us to do things like E3 and allowed us to to be invited to things. It was it was it was just kind of neat. So. Yeah, no, that's very, very interesting. It's nice to see your, your website. That was thank very you. Very I love to go back and look. I love to go back and look because it's like I said, it's surreal to know you know your stuff is still out there. Well, exactly. They always say nothing leaves the internet, but mm. unless unless it's completely been wiped off the face of the earth, yes, and deleted. You know? Yes. And so I want to thank the internet game uh, Wayback Machine for yeah. for grabbing those. I never knew that they even did till somebody pointed it out to me and said, "Hey, is this you?" And I'm like, "Wait, where'd you get this?" And pointed me towards it, and I just started, I just started looking, and I'm like, "Wow, you know, some of my experiences." Yeah, that's really really good. That is. All right. So I know you had other questions. Yes, I did. So I uh, welcome to the indie game. You had, <laughs> hey, Andy, you had, what's up, brother? You had one off Dreadpool. Whether you want to answer it now or later, would you consider doing it all again with the, with the website for original for original next level gaming or another site, if not yours? Every once in a while, um, as I see what modern gaming journalism has become. Every once in a while, I look and I go, "Man, I'd love to come back and do it right." But the truth of the matter is, is that you know, I still have a wife and three kids, um, a full time job, and 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 anybody who's in IT knows that um, these days, you know, IT is a twenty four by seven job. Um, is it security? Like, like kind of that kind of. Well, it's, it's, it's a mix for me, my company, my full-time job, my, my company is a cybersecurity focused managed services provider. So we take care of, yeah, we have, we do infrastructure management and maintenance and things like that. But, you know, there's, we have, you know, my, my service desk is 24 by seven and, and things like that. So, 
the time it would take me to do, even if I wrote for another site, I don't know that I have that time. One of the great things about the podcast, the show, yeah, is the fact that everybody that's on the show is um, is my friend. You know, we're 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 kind of a gaming brotherhood, and and I just saw Chris pop in. Um, yeah. Welcome, you know, fast and, and John's John's here. Um, so I, you know, uh, so I got half my half, you know, well now it's three two fifths of my crew here with me. Um, you know, it, well Jay actually because Jay's our graphic designer, so technically, yes. you know, um, you know, the, I know that on Thursday night, no matter what's going on in my week, I've got that time to be with them to talk games to to decompress from the world and to do next level gaming. I've been trying to figure out how to, you know, I, I've, you know, wanted to get back into doing some game streaming and stuff like that. And I just find that I don't have the time and that's really tough. So it's a great question. Dreadpool. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I could, I don't know if I just don't think I've got the, the time right now. Maybe in the future, you know, look, their game developers are, are in their 50s and 60s. So you darn tootin' the gamers can be in their 50s and 60s. Well, maybe, you know, maybe as a side thing when the kids are all out of the house and I got time on my hands, you know, maybe get back to it. But right now I really like what um I really like what I'm what I'm doing. Oh, and who I'm good. doing it with. That's good to hear cuz it's well, I know you say there's better podcasts out there, but I don't really think there is, to be honest, because you offer something uh, you, offer so, you offer something different. You don't have to have thousands upon thousands of views to have a great show. It just no. means people haven't found you, you know. Yeah, and and we want to look because you have because most of your sorry most of your people yeah, yeah. they they listen weekly or they join weekly live or like me because mm-hmm. I'm in the UK. I listen like the day after or a few days after. Which I appreciate. Keep coming, people keep coming back, so I think you'd rather have people keep coming back than rather draw in a few thousand each time. If you know what I mean. Well, and, and yes, no, no, absolutely. And and look, I, I, we we try to be kind of a respite from from what's out there. I mean, firstly, again, and I and I'm and this is not all of them. There are some fantastic. Um, shows out there that are that are um, you know that are run by great people. Jay is one of them. Retro Renegades oh, love that show to death. Those guys, Jago and Crispy and uh, Supersonic. Those guys. I mean, and Daz. You know, when Daz is on, although I got to put the headphones on because the kids are around. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> he, he knows. Yeah. He knows. But 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 you know, that show is so wonderful. And, and it's different and it's something that you get away from when you don't want to listen to a bunch of people dragging on, on, on manufacturers and dragging on games and things like that. Now, do we have some great debates? Um, and, and full transparency, definitely since John's been back on, John brings yes, great, pops, a great, yes, <laughs> but John brings a great, John brings some great insight and some great opinions to the show that aren't necessarily mainstream opinions and sometimes not even ours. And so it creates these wonderful discussions that we have. And last week we had one on 
you know, on the Last of Us Two leaks that that I mean, we went an hour talking about it. Yeah, um, very so, interested on the his take on it. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And those kind of things allow us to to have those kind of debates, but still be, you know, I used to our our moniker used, has has been real talk from real gamers, but I've added something to it. And I think John's brought that to, to the show, um, you know, objective, but passionate, you know, to be, we want to continue to be objective. Chris and and Peter and I and Frankie and John, we want to be, you know, positive, of course, but we also, you know, we call it like we see it. I've had, you know, I've, I've had my opinion about a number of different things that, that I see from, you know, from what I feel is an objective standpoint of, uh, you know, of the game industry, we have a, you know, we have some great, great debates in that way. So, um, and, and it's just, it's, I would, I'm happy to have 20 people in our chat room who are, um, who are fantastic gamers and maybe, you know, and a couple of hundred people that listen to our show right now that are looking for that and looking to get away from, the 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 arguing and the the you know kind of the fanboyism that you do see on on some shows um and we just want to be a little different and it doesn't attract the same crowd you know we don't attract the same crowd we know that we know that i know that um would i like to have you know twelve thousand subs and 500 people watching our show are you yes of course you know, I think exactly. everybody would, you know. but, but I want them to be the right gamers too. I want them to be people who, you know, one of the things we pride ourselves on is those people in the chat room. We want them to be part of our show. I want them to, to, to engage with not only us, but I want them to engage with the other folks in the chat room that can have some meaningful conversations around what we're talking about. So, you know, if we if we're talking about, um, yeah, Dreadpool's got it right. Constructive debate. You know, if we're talking about, you know, The Last of Us Two, or if we're talking about delayed games, or if we're talking about Project X Cloud, and you know, look, and and, and you know, uh, that was one of our that was really one of our great shows was um, was having a, a conversation and and kind of debate around gaming services versus uh you know versus physical physical content you know uh streaming versus console and what we found was is while john and peter and i and chris i think frankie was off that night i can't remember chris was on that night and it might have been just the three of us but we were having this rousing debate with with the three of us over whether or not streaming versus uh, physical consoles. It's kind of where it's kind of where John started to get the spicy, uh, the the spicy bit. But um, the the chat room, the chat room got involved, and they they were. It wasn't it wasn't calling John or me or or HGK any names. It wasn't saying you know, f Sony, f Microsoft. You know this is bad. Blah blah blah. It was in it was getting it was actually joining in to the conversation and bringing up points that all three of us didn't consider. 
and brought into the show and brought as part of our discussion. And that's what we love about our, about our, our, um, see, we don't even call them fans, our gaming brethren. Um, those folks, the, our brothers and sisters in gaming that, that come to be part of that, to be part of NLG. And, and they're that, that perfect, that perfect type of gamer that we want. And if that means it's only a couple of hundred a week, I'm okay with that. I've done my time. I want this for my crew. Like I really want my crew to succeed, you know, with NLG. I've done my time. I've got, you know, I, <laughs> I've got my memories. Um, I've done things, you know, that I'm extremely proud of in this in, in the industry. And, and so this for me is fun. Um, and for them, it's fun. And I want, and I want it, but I want them, I want them to, to garner some of that success. And so, yeah, I, I obviously want us to grow and want us to continue to grow, but I want us to grow with the right people. And I'll tell you what, honestly, it's the people that's here today. It's the people in the chat room right now, exactly. you know, Dreadpool, Born, and Jay and Indy, um, and, and, uh, uh, and, and, and Daz, um, you know, these are the folks that they make our show. You know, they may without that we could we could be we could be off doing, you know, Xbox and PSN party chat. You know, that's this is you know Beardy Mac. These are the folks. You guys are the ones that we want as part of as part of us. So that's that's you know. I'm sorry, I went off on a tangent a little bit. No, but, that's fine. You know, I fine. I love I love the interactions that we have with our with our friends. Welcome, born distraction. And hello to Techno Fabulous's wife. Hello. Yep, Shamra. Who got who got a shirt too? Yeah. And she Shamra. is a big gamer. That's it. That's it. So I didn't want to say it wrong, that was all. <laughs> <laughs> Not right to then. worry. Right then. So how did you get into games journalism? Also, is it the great lifestyle? As I imagine you got to go to E3 gaming events, etc. So I bet I bet E3 was an incredible a but incredible event to go to it when it was what e3 used to be yes yes so how did i get into game journalism now this is a crazy story okay. because i'm not <laughs> i am in no way shape or form trained in it i did not go to journalism school i was again you know so before i became an it guy i was in retail a lot and Around the time of the Sega Saturn, I had a job selling pianos. I'm also a musician, so I've been playing the piano for a long time. So thank you, Indie uh -huh. Gamer. You rock too, man. I, you, this is what this is what I'm talking about. This, exactly. you know, good people like Indie Gamer. I, you know, that it, it warms my heart. Um, so. I, as you might imagine, selling pianos can be a lonely man's game. <laughs> um, nobody comes in as an impulse buy to a strip mall to buy a piano. <laughs> oh, so, well, I should know. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I could spend days upon days without seeing a human being alone for 10 hours in a piano store and as much as i'm a musician i can only play so much 
So I started to bring I started to bring my Saturn into the store and I would play I'd play games while I'm waiting for customers or while I'm waiting to do a marketing campaign or something like that. And so I'd spend hours playing playing my Sega Saturn. And the store had a uh store had a, a a 56k modem so i'd jump on the modem and i would do irc chats and i'd do stuff like that and i'd go out and i'd i'd do forums and i'd talk to stuff like that right yeah and one day this guy um his name was chris he went by the he went by the the code name nando okay got into a conversation with him about sega and he said you know the new dreamcast is coming out this was like in 1998 was when they first, I think, was starting to talk about it. And, um, and I said, yeah, I'm really, you know, it's, it's going to be awesome. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I was going to import it, stuff like that. He goes, cool. I said, uh, you know, I, I, he said, you know, I see a lot of your posts and a lot of the conversation you have. Um, I'm building this Dreamcast site. Would you be interested in maybe – you know, do you have time to do some stuff for it? Like maybe write an article or two about it. And I said, dude, I sell pianos. I've got nothing but time. And so, (laughs) and so I went to work for this site and I still have one of my original cards. I went to work for this site called dreamcast HQ, which you can also, by the way, I'll show my screen one more quick time. You can actually also find that on the internet wayback machine. So I think it was screen one again. So this was um this was our site, our little Dreamcast site. And here uh I think I found here we go. Uh this was in two thousand one when Sega was was kind of going down. Um I don't know how many of these pages he had, but I was writing I was writing for I wonder if I click on that. I haven't, I've never clicked on these to see what happened. Oh, wow. So I actually get a page. So I would be writing um, articles and reviews for, for the Dreamcast. And what was really neat about this was there weren't that many Dreamcast sites out there. So um, Sega got, we got noticed by Sega. Wow, and I got to talk, and I and I got to talk to somebody at Sega who put me in touch with their um, their PR company, which was called Access PR at the time. And uh, I'm still friends with a couple of people on Facebook that were my Sega reps back then. And they sent me um, a Dreamcast, a, a US Dreamcast, because I had a I had an import Dreamcast that I was getting. They sent me a system disc, which. Um, was real, and I meant to grab one. Um, I might grab one in a in a second. Um, system discs were were what you ran the Dreamcast on. You put the disc in the Dreamcast, fired it up. It had the OS on it, and then you had a second disc that was the game, a review or oh. preview copy that you put in. Oh, okay. So I I was starting to get those from Sega, and then all of a sudden, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna call. I'm going to call a couple of other publishers and see what they say. And as I was telling them, yeah, we've got a, yeah, I've got a system disc and everything. And I said, are you kidding me? No, I really do. So we would, we began to 
we began to get games from other companies. And so I was really enjoying it. And I got to show you this. So, um, yeah, here's my... I don't know if anybody remembers the game Vanishing Point for the Dreamcast. One of my favorite racers on the Dreamcast. Um, this was my this was my review of um, Vanishing Point, and I don't know if it's if it's on here or not, but I did a preview of a game from Infograms called Test Drive V Rally, and. Um, my rep at the time called me and said, tell me that everything you said about the, about the game um, was true. I said, of course, I don't lie about, about my stuff. He said, great, because I want to use that. I want to use one of your, one of your sentences. And so on the back of, I'm going to unshare for a sec on the back of, Test drive V rally, and unfortunately, in front of my case is cracked. I got to get a replacement. Was my very first box quote. So that's me, and that was my, that was my. Um, wow. Pre yeah, my preview. That's good. Really. Yeah, good. I was looking for it while we were talking to see if it was still on the site, um, and I was like, oh my god, I was I you it was, it was surreal to see that and we i mean we just began to garner this this great following when sega when sega made the decision to get out of um the dreamcast and to get out of or to get out of console gaming altogether and go third party i i, I had a decision to make give it up and just kind of you know i i had gotten a job in it at that time um, so it's getting a little busier, but not too busy. I was like, so do I, do I just call it and say, Hey, this is a great run. I got to direct some neat stuff. And I said, you know, I want to keep going. I like this. I got to go to E3 the year, the, the, the year before the, like in 1998 and 99, I had my first taste of E3. I got to meet Peter Moore that 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 wow. that infamous party where he's up on the scaffolding uh, we're gonna kick sony's at you know i got to meet <laughs> him and, and talk to him and and become you know like close to these guys because peter moore worked for uh peter moore worked from at the time sorry my i think there we go uh peter moore worked for sega at the time and um i'm like you know we we really made a name for ourselves I said nando do you want to you know, do you want to, to do a, another site with us? And it's like, he's, he was like, no, nah, I'm really not that interested. So he kind of peeled off. So I, so I got together a couple of the guys that was do, that were doing the dreamcast HQ site with me. Um, and I said, Hey guys, I would love to put together our own site. And why don't we go multi-platform? And so we, that's what created next level gaming. Um, that's what started it. And thankfully I was able to, I was able to parlay the, the, the connections that I had through Dreamcast HQ yeah. into getting developers and publishers to just keep an eye on us to just see, I was like, Hey guys, look, we're going to create our own, we're going to create our own site. And I said, I know that's, I know that's hard, and you know, so you know, IGN and GameSpot and all those guys are still out there. I said, but 
we're going to go at it and, and we're going to continue to, to go. And we had a couple of guys that, um, a, a couple of developers and publishers that were on board with us day one that were, you know, it's like, great, let us know when you get your, you know, when you have the ability to review games, we'll send you review stuff. You know, we were, we were starting to get, you know, we had some, some, some starter stuff and it was neat because so here's a PS2 game called Downforce. Oh yeah. That was my second box quote ever. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> of course, this game, I don't know where they did you feel famous? It felt neat. Yeah. Because I'd go to I'd go to E3 and my crew would go to E3 and we would be invited to stuff and it'd be like, you know, hey Mike, hey Chris, you know, um uh, going out to you know uh i we'd we'd hang out with our friends at activision i'd had great interviews with guys at id todd hollinsworth and um guys like that uh or hollinshead rather todd hollinshead um you know we got to we got to interview the guys who did the commentary for nfl 2k um you know i've just had all kinds of stuff um my other so as we were going along and doing xbox now this is so the downforce quote. I never understood where they got that from because the game wasn't that good. <laughs> it, it really wasn't. But somehow they found they found a a <laughs> preview quote of mine and kind of twisted it a little and called it that. But I took it. This was a game called Chase. It was out for the Xbox Hollywood Stunt Driver, and I this one is still sealed because I have a review copy of it a separate okay. review copy of it. And, and I just kind of wanted to keep this sealed because this is my third and final. Um, where is it? My third and final box quote. And I meant this one. Stuntman was a good game, but chase was better. And so that was my third box quote. And so I was like, I was like, it, it, it was, it was, I was like in my, in my, uh, in my element and my guys were getting, um, you know, all kinds of great kudos from people too for their writing, and we were being invited out to to um, game reveals and stuff like that because they did have those back then too. They just weren't they just weren't big productions with you know like you saw when Square Enix uh, announced Final Fantasy's release date or something like that, okay. uh, or the yearly the yearly Call of Duty thing. But as we kept going, um. Microsoft took Microsoft took a, a hard look at us and eventually sent me a a develop a, a, it was called a dev unit a debug um, original Xbox okay this is the it, it was a green one I don't have it anymore because I had to send it back but oh, I have a picture sorry, of it that. I have a picture of it sitting on one of my shelves um, that one I had to send back but my my rep at the at the time the Xbox 360 was coming out, um, it's a great guy. His name is Arnie Arnie Meyer. And actually, now um, you see the Nathan Drake poster behind me. Yes, I've Arnie's the, Ar- yeah, Arnie's the PR uh, the PR manager for Naughty Dog. So I've kept in touch with him all these years. Are you getting um, yourself a free copy of the new game? <laughs> no, I actually have not asked him for it. I have yeah. supported Naughty Dog. Yeah. Um, and will continue to do so. I have I have bought every Naughty Dog game 
Um, and he's offered, but I, I've like, you know what? Because I can't stream it. I said, I don't have the time to stream it. We'll talk about it on the show, of course. But, um, you know, I, I felt like I couldn't put the time into it to, to take one from, from them. So no, um, but more he... your crew, more of your crews turned up. HTK's here. Yeah. Hey, Peter. Oh, I do see. I do see. That's Lord Tipsy as well. Ah, Lord Tipsy, and Starbuck United. He's a. Uh, there we go. So it's like a. It's like an NLG night. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so, welcome um, everyone. Oh, Daz, to sell pianos, you need a good key strategy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> nice one. So, you know, the the going to E three was always fun. Um, we got to meet a lot of people, got to do a lot of things. I got some great memories. Um, I meant to bring over two. I have a couple of E3 face plates for the 360 that I got while I was there. One from, uh, mad cats and one from, uh, uh, one from Microsoft. Um, but I gotta say, I think the, you know, there, there, I've got such great memories of, of hanging with my friends and, uh, you know, taking them to E3 because they were all, you know, all of my folks that worked on NLG were all my buddies. You know, it was a kind of a tight knit thing, and you know, it was just so neat to be to be treated like you, you know, to be taken seriously. And I remember my ex, you know, the my Xbox rep Arnie. Um, I pleaded with him to to cover the 360 like you were you know and he's like you know microsoft's you know they're, they're really picky about who's getting you know who's going to get dev units and and debugs as we only have so many i said i know i said i'll continue to bring you numbers uh, you know um stuff like that and he said i'll tell you what we're having an event in new york come to the event um you know come play we'll talk there and um so my friend uh, my, and, and co-writer uh, Dan and I drove up to New York. We, uh, you know, we went into the event. Peter Moore was there. Um, Shane Kim. So Shane Kim at the time was the head of Xbox Game Studios. Um, oh I really didn't know who. I mean, there, you know, I didn't know there was a Phil Spencer at that point. It was Shane Kim and Peter Moore. So this is even pre-Don Matrick. And um, I had dinner with Peter Moore and Shane Kim and Arnie and, and, and Dan and I did after the, after the event, we're talking and, um, and I had a good time. It was like one of those, just really neat. You know, again, here I am with, with these guys that I really, uh, admire in the industry and we're, we're having dinner. It was just, you know, who am I? I'm just this guy, you know, that runs this little site after that. I got the form in the mail with a with a all I, all it had on the front page was, and I wish I had kept it. Smiley face, love Arnie, and behind it was the form for the NDA for the Xbox 360 dev unit. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, that's you know, without but with without that, what happened was, then Sony took notice because all of a sudden, I was telling them, look, guys. I can do previews of Xbox games. I can't do previews of PlayStation three or two and three games. I said, I need, um, you know, I, I would love to be able to do the same with you. So Sony sent over what we needed to do 
PS2 preview stuff. And so at the time too, I was, it was much easier for developers and publishers like EA and um, Konami and, and those guys to send over those discs that I showed you um, rather than, you know, a lot of box copies and stuff. Eventually we got a box copy when they had some, but usually what I would get, like I said, I'll show it for those who are just popping in, you know, this is what I would get. And that would be my review copy. And, um, you know, once in a while I would even get, so here's, uh, it's my call of duty three, but it didn't come in a box. They just sent it in a sleeve. So I wouldn't get a full box copy, but I would still get the disc. Um, you know, it, it, which was fine. I was, I didn't care. Um, and, uh, and my, my greatest memory. So we're, we're moving along. We're going along. And right before, like, right before I decided to, to, to call it, um, major league baseball, 2k seven was coming out from, uh, from 2k. And, um, my 2k rep called me and he said, uh, Hey Mike, so I need your permission to do something, but I'm not going to tell you what it is. Just say yes. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, I'm not telling you. I just need you to. I just need you to agree to it. Just give me a verbal yes. I'm like, what are you doing to me, Andrew? And he's like, uh, don't worry about it. Just say yes. And I'm like, all right, yes. <laughs> so with the game. I still, and I wish I had, ah, well, I wrote it down. <laughs> so in the game, he said, I want you to put in this code, Derek Jeter, right? So I got it on a piece of paper. Okay. Um, and you could do this with either, because it's not a creative character. You could do this with either the, the uh, Xbox 360 or the PS3 version. He said, put that, put that code in. I'm like, all right. So did you put it in? Yes. All right, cool. Go and go and choose the uh, 1988 LA Dodgers uh, unlockable team. All right, all right. Start the game. Cool. Yeah. Pick your pitcher. All right, I'm picking my. And I got quiet, and he said, "Yeah, you see it." Wow. So he made me. They made me a relief pitcher for the <laughs> 1988 LA Dodgers. Wow. And I'm like, okay, this is Crazy. cool, and and the the I, I it, the the picture of me is pretty darn good, and um, like I said, all right, go ahead and start the game. So I started the game, and it's one thing like nowadays in MLB 2K7, the announcer can announce your name. It's another thing for John Miller to announce you, oh. and when I heard that. I went berserk. I was like showing my parents. I was like, hey, dad, I'm in a game. He's like, what are you talking about? I'd, Come over. And so I was showing everybody. It was like the uh, it was the most surreal thing I'd ever been a part of is to be able to actually, you know, to be a playable character in a game, even if it's a relief pitcher for, for a team that probably no one else in the world is going to know about um, or care about. And and here I was. That uh, was really cool. Oh, that, is, that is really... But yeah. you never ever expected that ever to happen. No, no. I've got one more. Uh, i got one more cool story that I'll tell you. And it's a story yeah. I have told before. So I'm a big Toe Jam and Earl guy. 
Um, and we were okay. we were really privileged last year to have Greg Johnson on our show to talk about Toe Jam and Earl back in their groove that came out last year. And um, the reason that I that I really wanted Greg Johnson was I had been a Toe Jam and Earl fan for since the original on the Genesis, the Mega Drive. I even liked the second and third one where I know that that the developer, you know, the, at the time, it, it, Greg Johnson and the development team at the time really didn't. But I, I the the uh, Toe Jam and Earl for the Xbox came out, and I gave it yeah. probably some of the highest score um, uh, that was out there. And I sent a review off to Sega like I normally do. Hey guys, just want to let you know here's a review. Blah blah blah. And, um, uh, my rep came back and said, Hey, this is a great review. And thank you for being so thorough. Cause none of the other reviews back, back then on the game were very thorough. It was just, you know, I didn't like it, blah, blah, blah. But, but I wrote a really long and drawn out review of why I liked it and what I liked about it and what, you know, they, they love the fact that I drew, you know, I, I drew the, the comparisons to the original games and, and understood and understood the game. So, the, uh, my rep was like, "Hey, you know, great review. Thank you. Can I? Is there anything I can do for you?" And I said, "You know, because I'm a musician." I said, "You know, I have always wanted to learn how to play the main the main theme on my keyboard. I kind of got it, but I don't." I said, "I would love if anybody has ever charted this out. I would love to. Um, I'd love to see it." So in November of 20 of 2002, I got an email from a guy named Burke T from Open Door Productions who Greg, who Greg Johnson got to score the third game. But he also, but he also rescored the original for the third game, the very original theme. And he emailed me and he said, hi. You know, I've never actually sat down and officially charted this out, but here, here's a rough guide for you. And he wrote me a chart for, for the song. And 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 I'm like, wow. So, you know, I've got this, I got this email that that uh uh here, one more. I printed it out as a PDF in case I ever lost it. And um uh and here it's this just email from from the guy who wrote music for the third game giving me the chart for the original toe jam and earl theme and i'm like eh, this is great so these are the kind of wow. neat the kind of neat things that, wow. that have happened to to us over the course of of you know the the 10 years that i that i'd done it and i just you know uh, going back to Dreadpool's question from earlier, would I love to relive those glory days? Absolutely. Who wouldn't? But um, at the same time, you know, it's time for other people to do so. Um, it's why I'm really proud of, of, of guys that I know, um, you know, like Sam Tolbert and and, um, uh, and those guys that, that have um, – 
become you know kind of their freelance journalists and stuff and they've gone to e3 and they've covered shows and they do a lot of they do a lot of great stuff and um i love reading their stuff because there are still some journalists out there there are people out there that do it right and do it well and and i love to see that stuff and i think it's just it's time for you know i love what i'm doing now with the show and i might still do a little streaming here and there as i have time um but you know these these memories that i have the the stuff that i've done the the friendships that i've made that i still have today like i said with arnie uh you know uh, believe it or not peter moore and i are facebook friends i do talk to him really? once in a while. wow it's yeah of- just well he you know he's he's uh, he's head, he's the uh, the the pretty much the head of Liverpool uh, soccer club so or football club so you know he's not into gaming anymore um, and of course like he's done everywhere he took them to the he took them to the championships so you know everywhere Peter goes he succeeds um, but you know I, sometimes sometimes it's still just. You know, hey Peter, what's up? And we talk for a few minutes. That oh, was a guy. That was a guy who, and I've I've told this everywhere, and and I'll continue to because he was the nicest guy and one of my favorites overall of anybody who I ever came in contact with um, in the gaming industry. There, you know, he was a busy man at at Microsoft, but you know, whenever I had my my E three. Um, appointment with Microsoft. He saw me. He would come over and shake my hand, say, "Hey, Mike, how you doing? How's your family?" You know, we talk for a couple minutes, and then he'd be like, "Hey, I, I got to run. I got to go off do my thing." But he would take time, and that has stuck with me for for fifteen, twenty years. Um, and, and you know, just so I, I take those memories, and I take what I see on the um, the internet way back machine, um, you know, and I, I, I've got a bunch of stuff that's kind of saved on my, on my hard drive. I've got just a strew of all of my videos I used to make and, um, the interviews that I've had and the, the, I've got pictures from E3s all over the place that, you know, if you, if you follow me on Twitter, uh, you know, I'll put, I, I put up during E3 time. Um, I've got video of, of, I, I got some neat video of of when our rep dragged us into uh, uh, behind the behind closed doors Halo Two multiplayer session. Wow! Uh, yeah, that was a neat that was thing. Great. That was a neat thing. Uh, but those are just the things that you know. Meeting meeting the the guy uh, meeting George Lowe, who was the voice of Space Ghost Coast to Coast, who was at E three one day, and and we hung around uh, long enough for him to pop out of his. Uh, booth while he was doing some voiceover work and talk to my friend Dan and I for like 20 minutes and then sign a poster that I've got up on my, that I still have up on my wall. Um, things like that are just, uh, um, just awesome. And, and those are memories that I'll always have. I don't know if it's still over there. Um, oh, my cats got out. I might have to, I might have to take a small break to get my cats back in the house. Um, okay. but, uh, those are memories that I have. So, um, give me just a moment. I'll be right yeah, back. <laughs> Sorry. Are you fine? So, come to get his cats in. Thanks 
for thanks for uh, tuning in, everyone. I really appreciate it. We've actually broke the Stubscast record. 16 live viewers, which is really good. What is? No, Dreadpool, you are right. He, he needs to write a book. You're right. Definitely some great stories. Sorry about that. That's oh, fine. my goodness. Can't leave my door open for a second. The cat's figured out how to scratch through the screen. <laughs> so now <laughs> I have to fix the door. So, um, yeah, Dred Paul was saying that these stories are amazing. You should write a book. And I, I fully I agree with him. You need to make a book. All right. Your story. Well, I, have to, I have to do that. So, I mean, I've got, and, and a lot mm. of like, I have this like little wall of, so. What's holding, what's funny is what's holding up the poster is my, there it is. That's my debug Xbox. So that's my dev oh, unit Xbox. Um, that's the one thing Microsoft never asked back for. So I never sent it back. But I've got oh, like um, a hockey puck signed by Wayne Gretzky for a 989 Studios, um, which was Sony Studio before Santa Monica. Um, I've got um, a, a original Prey uh, cigarette lighter thing i've got uh a silent hill um transistor radio that actually works so, i mean i it's just oh, stuff that yeah. i've that that i've collected i had a collection of t-shirts you know swag that you would get from the shows um and just you know uh, like i said a, a a a bunch of memories that you know i'm i'm really um i'm really proud of and and a team that I was really proud of and um, it was really funny. You know, I still keep in contact with some of them too, um, but they've grown out, you know, not all of they've grown out of gaming and stuff like that. But uh, this is uh man, you've, you've, you got me, you got me into severe uh, memory mode. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all so, good. I really you appreciate got, it. You got, got some, definitely got some good gear, good, good stories. You have. Yeah, thank you. Right, we could do some shout outs. Thanks for stopping by, Super Cooper Husk. That sounds very yeah. good. Yeah, the message you just sent me. Also, Stinking Corpse, removable, Stinky Baby, Removable Sanity. Oh, somebody um, I have not seen before. He's a, he's a, good, he's a good guy, good creator. Yeah, I'll I think I'm to... all caught up. And Starbuck United as well. Yeah, I saw him earlier in ACS. Yeah. So, yeah, I appreciate everybody coming to hear us talk, hear me talk. That's... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got some good stories, though. You definitely have. I've had, I can't complain. I really can't. You know, I can't complain about the life that I had in, ga in game journalism. Um, I really can't. And I appreciate everybody hanging out to, to, to listen to those stories. Um, you know, this because I really do, um, I really do cherish that time. And, um, but at the same time, again, I really like, I really like what I'm doing now. And I really like, I really like the, 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 you know, the gaming brothers that, that, that I get to be, they get to hang out with Thursday nights and, and talk, um, you know, and of course we game together and, and we do, we talk throughout the week to get, you know, so we're, it's not just, it's not just once a week and we're done. Um, you know, and they're truly my, again, so just like the website, these are truly my friends. 
and and I wouldn't have it any other way. You know, wouldn't have and it Mark, any other way. That's cool. You know, uh, Mike, Starbuck United is a is a, is a is a lady. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh my goodness. I'm a gal. Yeah, I. Mea culpa. I am so sorry. I didn't know. I didn't know, and now I do. I I now I do. So, I apologize. I feel bad now. Ugh. <laughs> I never knew. I swear. Nobody ever told me either. Hmm. <sighs> so gaming right. sisters as well. Because yeah. I know I have seen Starbuck United in my in, in our chat. So um uh, Oh she's very supportive of, of a lot yes. of Yeah. A lot of people and in there are, you know. They are. No, we we try to we try to do you know I I try my best to um to support and and be and I can't always do it live but you know I will try to be live in as many uh many shows as I can of people that uh, again are you know I feel are like us and 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 want to you know are are doing it for the betterment of gaming and for the better you know and for the the good um you know kind of the good the good side of of uh podcasting and shows so i had a good run till i had a good run till the end <laughs> at least jay made that same mistake so i don't feel so yeah. bad so <laughs> i will make i will figure out how to make it up to you starbuck i promise uh, right. So. <laughs> right and so i know you've talked a lot about the nlg podcast so what made you mm -hmm. want to do a podcast you so, a little bit ahead. about it a little bit um so i had actually when i when i retired from the site i actually i actually got out of gaming itself for a while because again it wasn't just okay. that i didn't have enough time it wasn't that i just didn't have enough time for for that um, for the site, but it did sort of, it did sort of wear me out a bit and it did in a small way, burn me out from gaming as a whole. So I gave it, I gave it up for a while. Um, I, I, I didn't. And, and there were, there was a couple of years where I didn't play anything. Um, they were sitting on my shelf and I didn't use them. Um, and then, I started to when the new the 360 and the PS3 were the last consoles that I covered at launch. I didn't uh no, I'm sorry. We covered the Wii um because we were we <laughs> the last E3 that I went to, we sat there um after the Nintendo conference where they announced the name and we sat three of us sat at a diner table and said what is wrong with Nintendo? I said, who was <laughs> that high that they came up with the name we, and, yeah. and of course the, the rest is history as we know. Um, but that was, um, so, I mean, I had the, the, we, the, the, that generation was the last generation I covered at launch okay. and I, I retired, got out of gaming. <clears throat> I got interested again when the Xbox one was announced. And I started to 
get back on the forums and things like that and talk to people and argue with people because I was a I was a heavy proponent of of Microsoft's original Xbox plan. So I was uh I was doing all of that. And then I saw a couple of YouTube videos of people talking about games on on YouTube. And I'm like, huh, this looks fun. So I forgot the I forgot what what drove me to it precisely, but I got I got a hold of two of my original site writers and I said, hey guys, uh you want to do a uh, this this thing this recorded show on YouTube? And I, I said, "Well, yeah, why not?" I, I said, "You guys still even gaming?" And one of them was, and one of them was kind of doing it, but not. You know, it was one of the guys I I sold the site to when I retired. One of my co writers. Okay. He said, "Yeah, sure." And I said, you know, Chris, you still own the 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 site technically because you still own the business license. Can we can we use Next Level Gaming? Do you mind if we call it? We go back to you know Next Level Gaming. And he's like, yeah, let's let's do it. So we recorded a couple of shows on Skype, but it wasn't live. It was just we recorded the show and then I heavily edited it. After about a couple of weeks, they were like, you know, I can't. I can't put the time into it. So Sean and Chris kind of bowed out. And then I met somebody on Twitter that, that said, yeah, I'll do a couple shows with you. So I started getting a couple of other people to do these shows and I was really starting to like it. This was, 2015, I think. So it wasn't, it wasn't exactly. I'm going to take a look. I, I'm horrible with time, by the way. You'll find that me and timelines don't get along too well, um, which is why I'm always looking at the Internet Wayback Machine to see when exactly NLG started and when I left it, because I can tell from there. Okay. Uh, it's just funny. I can tell that that from uh, from the timestamps that they that they have and when my last article was. Um, it, it, it's just funny that way. Um, but it was, it was not, it wasn't at E3 um, that we started back up. It was sometime afterwards that I was like, you know, I, I could, I would just love to cover this stuff again. Like I used to. And, and I wanted to do a news show. I wanted to do a, a, you know, a straight up news show like I used, to, like we used to do with the site. It would just be us. It would just be like a weekly show. I said I pitched it as, you know, I said they got. It's like it's like what it's like what we hear with sports on the radio. We just do a weekly radio show. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. and and so that got started, and um, and then we started. Um, I I, I had some issues with keeping, uh keeping co-hosts because while I had the time to do it, people would come on and they'd start, they'd start doing it with me and then realize 
I don't know that I have the time to sustain this once a week. So it took me a bit to get um, to get to where we were. Um, and just so you guys know, podcast number one, which I'm bringing up now. I don't know why my computer's so slow all of a sudden. But uh, let's see. Let's do it this way. The first, the first show was June 9th. 2015 so that was our first show um, it was before the 2015 e3 it was a week before that because i okay. said you know we could cover we could cover e3 so we did our first show we did our second show and then i brought on some new people to do the third show and above and then um at some point at some point we decided to go live and try to try to do a show on hangouts oh yeah and that happened okay. shortly afterwards so we started doing google hangouts um and i and, and like i said we had we had a number of different people peter came on about four years ago uh he um i can't remember the exact the exact podcast and it's it's actually like i said it's for some reason youtube's going a little slow uh could be the browser that i'm using but um you know peter was in chat and i had another guy jason he was in chat and there and i had him on as like guests right okay. and then um then they just started coming on all the time and so uh jason left and then um, John came on for a bit. John was actually uh, on with me before Peter, and him and I did some some live shows together. Frankie came on and did live shows. In fact, Frankie Alorf, um, uh, who came on before John, actually helped me in a time when you know I was going through all these changes with with co-hosts, and I was like, you know, this is just not worth it. And I almost walked away from all this because it was just a lot of turmoil and um and frankie was like no you're not you're not quitting and if i've got to if i've got to do this show with you until you find some some full people then so be it i'm like okay so frankie and i did the show for a bit then john came aboard and then um i'm gonna say somewhere around four years ago peter joined so um i i and it's it's crazy to think that we're almost on our 200th show. To be honest with you, this was 195. Um, yeah, I noticed that. I thought, yeah, been going. I know. So you're number ten, we might get to 195. Yeah. Hey, you know? guys. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you will. So looking at this, so Peter joined in June of 2016. So this June is four years. That's amazing. Oh, that is amazing. Amazing is, to me. So, you know, Chris came aboard um, last year. Um, Frankie came back. John came back. And I mean, this is just, you know, this is, it's just crazy. And what we've tried to do is, like I said, we are trying to be different and we're trying to, you know, we're trying to be more news oriented. You know, again, be objective. 
but be passionate. You know, have fun. Sometimes it it sometimes we have some debates, but you know, we 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 I try to remember where I came from, and I try to remember that you know you can have an opinion, sure, but you have to ground that opinion in objectivity in objectivity. And if you can do that, and if you can if you can sustain that, then you know not everybody's going to agree with you. But you can come away proud of what you do. And um, I continue to be proud of what we do. And I continue to be proud of the people that I that I have on my, you know, that I have by my side. Because as I said, and I've said it before, and I'll say it again, I can't do this by myself. I don't want to do this by myself, which is why I don't want to bring a site back. Um, without Chris, Peter, John, Frankie. I would I wouldn't do it. So my my co-hoster is important to NLG. Um and, and I don't even get me started on Jay. Dude, Jay, I could go an hour on the great stuff that Jay has done for us. And my my love for that man for for graphic god. Um what you see today is is what he has done for us. When you see that logo, you know. Um, that logo come up at the beginning of the video when you see the 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 screen you know our background and all of our stuff that you see now um you know it, the 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 shirts the 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 hats everything it's all been you know that's that's his work and um he's responsible too in a big part for my being here you know five years later um doing this so oh, jay's a very very good guy jay is the best he is i he's the best I, I can't thank him enough for everything he's ever done for me and for next level gaming i mean he's probably like going said, bright red now no <laughs> he should because he deserves it so Oof. Yeah, that's definitely answered my question on the NLG <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so that's how it started. Yeah. That's how it started. Do you have any goals going forward for the NLG YouTube channel? Have you got any different projects you want to work on or anything like that? Um, That's a great question. Um, You know, I would still... I would still like to build up the the streaming part of the, you know, and it, and and I would love to do it myself. Um, I've always I've always opened up, you know, for you know the people that um, might want to stream stream stuff. And I know we have, you know, like like um, uh, Super Cooper's done some awesome streams for us. Uh, Nile, uh, one of our friends, Nile has done some great playthroughs for us. Um, you know, uh, I'd love to have, I'd love to have a streaming section where, you know, we have a, a set of creators that, that stream games for us and I can work with, um, I can work with publisher and developers to get, to get like indie games and stuff that I could get to these guys that they could stream for us. Um, I would love to, to, that would be something that I, that I'd still love to get off the ground. 
I also, um, and Jay and I need to talk about this. Um, I, I, I've been working on, um, I've been working on something that I, that, that, you know, I've mentioned there are a bunch of great shows out there, um, that do what we do or, or try to be in that same line as, as we are where, you know, we're talking about games and not crazy stuff. I'd like to, I'd like to work on pulling those sites together into you know some sort of consortium um some sort of group and i'm still working on that um and and i'm hoping that you know that's something that i'm looking to hope to get off the ground this year um and i've got a couple of sites that yeah and i've got a couple of sites in in mind that i really want to be part of that um not an affiliation not like you know i've not not something that we own but just a just a a you know, <laughs> a gaming Starfleet, so to speak, yeah. <laughs> the United Federation of Planets. For those of you who like Star Trek, if you don't like Star Trek, that's a bad name. I didn't come up with it, <laughs> but uh, you know, those are the kind of things. Um, you know, like I said, I you know, it's it's yeah, those are the kind of things that I would like to do. Um, you know, and I'd like to stream some myself. I just it's time. It's a lot of it is time. So Yeah, you're right. That's one of the one of the biggest things. Time. But yeah, that, that's quite a good insight into what you'd like to expand into. Your global empire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, one I tell you, the ultimate goal one day. Uh, would be to to be you know before it truly does, and it might already. I mean, I the window may be closed. I always I always thought that I had one more E three in me, but I always thought that I had one more E three for next level gaming. So it would have been nice um, to have to have gotten to a point to where you know we were good enough to go. Um, you know, maybe a fan fest or maybe something like that. But yeah, right. um, um, you know. It's very interesting, it is. I mean, I still can't imagine what A3 is like to go to. It's crazy. It when it, it was a when it was a trade show, yeah. it's well, crazy. It I don't Yeah. I will say this. I <laughs> you know, it, it, and this kind of goes to your first question, the very first question you asked me about being yeah. a game journalist and you know, is it just sitting around playing games? People think that, oh, you know, all these journalists just go to E3 and they just walk around and play games all day. I don't think I had – I never got to play a single game at E3 uh, that wasn't that, – that was just out on the floor. I – when we went – and this is how serious we took this. We, uh, we had appointments with publishers all through the show. We had – and our day – started at nine and ended at five with with appointment 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 and we would we would have to double up and split our group off and have i'd have dan and chris go talk to you know hey guys you're you know you got you got uh 10 a.m with konami um you know uh sean and i have 10 a.m with uh with uh ea and we'll see at lunch you know i there was very I never got to walk the show floor very much. I never got to just go up to booths and play games and, and, you know, stuff like that. I made the mistake of taking my wife one year and I, she, she was like, 
She was like one year and that was it. She, it was not fun for her because it wasn't what we, what you, you think it is. It was, it was work. And then when we got done, we went back to the hotel and we wrote. And when I got, you know, when I was waiting for the plane to, to, to go home, I sat in the terminal, my laptop open, and I was writing articles to, to put, you know, to put on the site for when we got back. The one okay. disadvantage, the one disadvantage we had is we weren't big enough to have our own, you know, our own space to do stuff. We had to, we had to, you know, they had a, they had a media center for media folks, okay. but every, you know, Wi-Fi, at, Wi-Fi in the 1990s well, was, horrible. Oh, it was horrible. Oh, it's horrible. Yeah. It did. Yeah, it did. Internet in the nineties. It was horrible. And, and okay. hotel internet was garbage no matter where we stood. So we, it, it was very difficult for us to get stuff up until after the show we could put up we could put up press releases and things like that but all the video we took and all the pictures that we took and all that stuff all had to wait we did a whole like week after show um but you know it was not it wasn't it, it wasn't this fantasy you know magical show where you just get to walk around and play games and meet celebrities. And, <laughs> no. And well, I mean, some journalists could, I mean, if you, if you yeah. did that, you know, IGN was big enough that they could have, they could have people that did the interviews and they have everybody else walking around with cameras and stuff. We didn't have that luxury. I took five people with me to E3. We had to, you know, but that's also how we continue to cultivate our relationships it was more important to me. I always thought of E3 as a networking show than a than a a, a a fun time. I went, I you know, and 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 none of my folks took it as as a as a as playtime. We hit the ground. We were we were there. We were there to to work, and and it showed. And I was always very grateful to my team for for that. Um, you know, and it was stringent to get in. I had, we had a, I had, you know, we incorporated the site. We were an LLC because we had to be, you couldn't just get in. You had to be an L you had to have a, I had to have a tax ID number and I had to prove that the folks that were writing for me wrote. So we had to bring, we had to bring bylines. We had to bring, I mean, it, it was not, you didn't just pay 20 bucks and get in. Um, it, it was. And so we, we knew that if that was the if that was the criteria to get in that we needed to take it seriously when we got there plus we were spending the money that we had gotten from the site on this so we bought our own plane tickets but the site paid for the hotel and our incidentals and our food so we were able to you know we took it seriously and we we it was it it's it's how Honestly, it's how stuff like this happened. It's how it's how I got a debug Xbox for the site. It's how it's it's how I still have friends to this day that that you know that are in the industry because we took it seriously. So so yeah, it's that's that's E3 for you. <laughs> yeah, so. that's definitely good. So I'm I'm glad that Microsoft does the fan fest stuff and that's that people really cool. do. It. You know, because that gives those people a chance to get out and play and and have fun 
and at the same time get to see you know get to see the stuff at E3. So uh, there, there was a nice thing. Well, definitely, it's, it's Frank, thanks for giving an insight because not many people actually talk about what E3s actually like to go to. As a journalist, they just tell you, oh, it's cool, you play all these games, you meet everyone, but they don't tell you what it's actually really like. Yeah, you meet everyone, that's for sure. But no, it's it it's for me. It was not. It was, it was not. It was not that at all. No, definitely not. Not for the media. No, definitely not. Welcome, Tom Wild. They tell you what, you're breaking records on this podcast. With <laughs> the, the top number I've seen, it's like eighteen or nineteen, and I, nice. I can't believe it. Nice. I appreciate. Ah, <laughs> uh, look, it, I appreciate that, and I, and and Stubbs. A lot of this is is because again, you. This is your doing. You know, I, I've had I've had a, a great time so far. Just reminiscing about my life. This is like a. This is your life, Mike. Wallace, you know, this uh, and, yeah. and this is so. This is so unique. Nobody else is doing this. So you've. Uh, I, I'm. I'm. I'm happy to. I'm just. I'm very privileged to be to be here with you. I really am. Yeah, thanks for that. I don't know. <laughs> Cheers. Yeah. Right. Um, when you're doing your streams and making content, what what kind of equipment do you use? So, I have. A, so I got a a, a pretty beefy PC which you kind of need, um, yeah. especially for what we're doing now. I mean, a lot of our, um, a lot of our, uh, of our show now is, um, a lot of moving parts in the background, a lot of, um, sparkly stuff. Thanks to Jay. Again, thanks to Jay Williams. Oh, hell Jay. All hail Jay. Sorry. Very good. All hail Jay. I hear it on the retro renegades loads. I'm sorry. I just had to say I it. I might have to. I might have to get one. So I gave Jay um, his own his own part of the intro video, and now I might have to put the the, the uh, Men in Black uh, aliens on that with him. <laughs> with an all hail Jay. You just gave well, me a great I'm idea, Stubbs. Thank you. On, on retros. I just thought I just popped in just at the right moment then. <laughs> so that's awesome. But we have we have this our content, you know, our our main screen now is a lot of moving parts. So I have a pretty beefy machine that can that can handle all that. Um yeah. then um I use uh we were using XSplit for a long time, but um I switched over to OBS. Okay. Uh OBS is uh, to be perfectly honest much more CPU friendly than XSplit. Um, I was maxing out XSplit a lot. We had to do our show in 720p, 30 frames per second, which was fine for a podcast, but we show a lot of gameplay and, and gameplay trailers and things like that. So when um, when I moved over to OBS, I started to realize that the same exact thing, I could do the same setup, and then and we use Skype for our... Um, for our video and audio. Uh, so um, thanks to a new technology that's out there called NDI, I can uh -huh. pull in individual Skype windows instead of having to like screen capture the whole Skype screen. Um, so I could put us all in individual windows and all this stuff. 
and and OBS really optimized the screen really well without a whole lot of of CPU and GPU hit. So when Jay and I were working on the new design or the upgraded design, I said, you know, I think I'm going to take a shot at putting the, you know, putting the, the show in 10, uh, 1080. And uh, so while I'm at it, I'm going to really see if I could stress this thing out and bump it to 60 frames per second because a lot of trailers out there now and, uh, and I'm going to experiment with gameplay um uh, some gameplay recording in 60 frames looks much better. And so that requires a pretty good PC. So I've got that. So we use OBS. Um, the camera I use uh, is just simply a Logitech um, 920C. It's a really decent camera. Um, okay. Nothing too special. Um, <laughs> this uh, A friend of mine um, who does the Gaming Lounge podcast actually sent me a link this is just a uh uh flurion microphone and stand on amazon at the time cost me six dollars really and then, wow yep. parking. yeah and quite, then, quite good quality it, to be honest yeah i was surprised mm-hmm. and then i got a, a phantom power thing for 15 bucks um so really everything is kind of run off of obs and skype and it's it works great for us it works great you're, that's quite unique because you don't hear many people actually say Skype. We use Skype anymore. It's you on, know, on it's still, but it's still a big way of communication. You know, um, but you got to have the, you do have to have the, the the hardware to to run it. You know, so if I didn't have. Yeah, my laptop wouldn't. wouldn't yeah, if I if, <laughs> if I was still using an older PC, um, you know, that wasn't as powerful, I would probably be doing something like this with Streamyard because, honestly, um, this looks pretty good um, for what you can do here. And um, uh, I know uh, my friend uh, Ainsley, who does the season gaming. Uh, and the Bitcast, another see again, another fantastic show that you guys got. I need to, I actually need to check that out because I haven't. Yeah, checked that, uh, that one and, out. what a what a great what a great bunch of guys. Uh, season gaming is, oh my goodness. Um, but they use Streamyard too, and they even do intro videos and stuff like I that. Probably got the pro version. They might. It, he might. Yeah, it offers a um, lot more. It does. Yeah. And and so you know I might be doing that now. Granted, Skype and OBS are free, so I it's hard oh, to argue with that when you have a wife and three kids. So I got lucky in how I got the setup done. Um, and again, I I, I have a I, I I have a graphic god that has that has done uh, that. I I can't I I, I can't continue to put into words what he has done for us to make us look as professional as we do. Um, I, I, I just, I, I'm, I'm, I get emotional even thinking about it because he did that for us in his spare time. And, and, and I can't, I, it, 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 the, the, I can I I I have such a such humility for that, you know, and I never forget these things. I never forget these people, you know, the the people who have done that stuff for us. Um, you know, like like uh, Diego, 
Um, he's De Niro Primero on on Twitter. Um, you know, Diego created some lapels and some of our splash screens that we use. So when you see our thumbnail for our show, yeah. you know, that's him. And and the lapels which we use and stuff like that. I mean, you know, the, these people just you, you, they, they, that 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 help you and do things for you, and 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 it reminds you that they're you know between that and my crew, my current my current podcast crew, it reminds you that there are still good people out there. You know, there are, there are many. They always say like Twitch is the most toxic place, but actually, I've met some great guys, and that's how I got in. Um, bg4ghub.com that's how I got in that way it was through yeah. Twitter but everyone yeah. says it's toxic it's not there is always nice genuine people out there you it's, have to I mean, find them exactly you have yeah. to find them and you have to and you have to be able to filter out the toxicity oh, exactly and, and and I'm getting there my block foo is pretty good well, one of the one of the one of the top toxic PlayStation boys has got me blocked for some reason. I'm quite happy about that. Yeah. Oh, uh, my, oh, I, block all, oh <laughs> I, I, yeah. Those guys. I you see blocked them. me. I don't know why. <laughs> quite pleased by that. Yeah, and and you know what? Thank you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes, you saved me the trouble. So yeah. I get blocked by both sides because I'm not Xbox enough and I'm not PlayStation enough for every for for certain people. So I try and on on Twitter I try and be neutral, not get into the fanboy wars. Nah. There's no point. You know. However, I will I stand I stand for the Intellivision Amico. Yeah. <laughs> you mentioned that's it my, at least once on your yeah, show. That's that's at my fit. Yes, we're gonna do a big unboxing too. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> that sounds good that. Indy, you haven't blocked anyone. Wow, really? That's goodness. He's muted. Ah, he's muted a couple. Oh, he's muted a couple. Okay. But uh, it could be that he just follows the right people. Well, uh, Wormy Hood has uh, got like twenty five thousand or something blocked. He reckons. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> he's the master. No kidding. Yeah. So, have you got any any struggles content creation wise? Or is it yeah. time? Time like everyone. It's time. It's the biggest it's time. Mm-hmm. Like I, said, I would love to go and and do some streaming and do some more. Um, you know, as uh, I, I, you know, I, I always thought about, hey, you know, what if I did like a Mike's minute? You know, every other day, when well, news pops up, and I do a little quick thing, quick hit. But then I, then, then I'm like, you know, then I have to, then I have to put a lot more effort into daily content and and then what you know then i want to save that stuff for the show you know i want to save that stuff for the big show on thursday so that's that's um time is the biggest issue is just wanting to do more streaming but not being able to wanting to to you know spend more i would you know spend more time making videos and and i can't um you know uh that's that's been a struggle exactly yeah i understand because i've got a job and two kids and etc um as well and that's the main thing because usually oh i'm at work at the minute but during the lockdown even at home because we're, we're trying to do the garden up because we're not long moved you've still got that much to do i can't just sit there and play games you know when then when you get the chance to play games you often think do i play games or make a video 
And a right. lot of the time, you probably opt for making playing games, you know. Yep. Or do so I want to watch that movie with my wife? You know. Yeah, exactly. Same same situation. Exactly. I mean, I am trying to bring videos back and get back into that, but I do, I do write some articles as well. I need as well, but um, I am trying to get back into it. But yes, time on every single podcast is I've done is it's been the the biggest factor in the struggles is, is time. Mm-hmm. Yep. It is. A 21, 21 year old, you, you know, youth, you know, who's got all the time in the world. You know what I mean? Yep. Most people have got that much to do. Yeah. So oh yeah. You know. It really is. You know, like I said, before, before I came on here, um, <coughs> you know, I was on a hike with my family tonight. My wife wants to watch, watch, watch a movie. So I won't even get on. I won't even get on until, you know, 11 o'clock when she goes to bed. So it's gaming sometimes is even, yeah. uh, is even tough. Hi so from the future. I, you know. It's nearly 11 o'clock here. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, uh, I don't, I, I, I know that, um, I know that other, other stub shows don't go, don't go two to three hours. So I apologize. <laughs> you, somebody should have warned you about me before. Beforehand. No, no I, I watch NLG and I, and I know how they go. It's actually lucky I don't stay up till the early hours to watch NLG. Oh my god! Weekly. Well, yeah. Well, you know, and he knew it. He knew it when he said it. Because afterwards, he said, "I don't know why I said it." We were getting towards um, talking about Last of Us Two, the the whole Last of Us Two leak thing. Oh yes, that went. And Frankie, Frankie said, "Uh, "Sorry, we got a half hour left." And I'm yeah, thinking, I do remember that that one. It was an hour <laughs> later, wasn't it? Right, it was an hour later. It's twelve thirty. We're still going on, and I'm like, and, and afterwards, he said, "I don't know why I said that." <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, I, 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 it's hard. It's hard. It's hard because people well, ask me questions, and John, I just it, love it, to. It's it's John's fault. <laughs> That's right. We're gonna blame him now. I'm good with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So, right. Do you have any tips and tricks for people to basically give them the best start on YouTube if they were to start a channel? Oh my goodness! Um, watch, watch folks that are better than you for starters watch and see what they do um look for look for the folks who who you know i I, so and this is flattery at its best um the the inspiration that i got to move away from like a hangouts thing and start like really designing the our our show and our site and the the backgrounds and all that was when I watched Four Guys with Quarters. A oh, very um, good show. Right. A very good show. And again, a group of folks that you know, group of guys and ladies that do it right and that do what we do. That we're doing what we were trying to do too, and be positive and 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 you know and and keep away from all the nonsense. And so. I really like their design. 
And I didn't want to copy them because obviously no. you don't want to do that. But no, I wanted to do not. something like them. And so, you know, watch people who watch the successful shows and pull from those the things that that you think are important to you. Now, unfortunately, look, a lot of shows that are, um, you know, uh, that are more toxic or things like that. Drama sells, so we get yeah, you get the, they get a lot of they get a lot of 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 hits, um, but uh, there's a lot of sites out there that you can pull good things from. So you know, watch people who are better than you. Number one, the other thing that I'll tell you to, that that I think I I will always I will always tell you, and whether or not it gets you a large amount of followers or a large amount of subs or, or things like that, who you are in real life, be that person on YouTube too. Um, be, I, I know that you could be a persona on YouTube and sometimes being that persona can also get you a lot of traffic. Um, you know, the, uh, and and the one that comes to mind for me, um, <clears throat> when I was first watching YouTube videos, I like yeah. a like millions of other people watched that guy uh, Boogie, whatever uh, two nine eight eight or whatever his name yeah. was, right? Yeah. But he had a he had an alter ego that he used first called Francis, which garnered him a lot of of followers, and now he doesn't really use it anymore because he he does his own you know he, he banks on his 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 main person personality which is what i think you should do i don't think you know, don't use a gimmick and don't use a don't use a a, a, a persona because eventually that persona catches up to people who are only are only there to watch that persona Again, I, I know I know we don't have tens of thousands of, of views and we don't have, you know, uh, and I'd love to have that. I really would. But I know that the near, you know, I know that the, that the 20 to 25 people that are in our chat room every week, um, men and women. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Um, and I know that the people who watch our show every week, even afterwards, um, I know they're watching it because they like us for us, you know, um, you know, we joke about spicy John place, but yeah. that's, but that's John, you know, that's John and that's me and that's Peter and that's Chris and that's Frankie. And we're not playing other characters. Be yourself. No matter what you do, be yourself who you are in real life. Be that person on your on your podcast, on your show, in your streams, um, you know. And 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 I will say that I prefer, whenever possible, to interact with people. Um, you know, when we when we talk about our chat room, we say, you know, come be part of the chat room and be part of the NLG show. We 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 love that, and it's why we. Um, and, and, and I say this 
I want to disclaim this. I want to caveat this by saying if, you know, I know that there are uh, great shows out there that do this. And I'm not saying this is the wrong thing to do. I'm not saying it's a bad thing to do. But I, but for us at NLG, we don't do super chats. We don't do a Patreon. We don't, we don't, we try not to give that preference to someone who gives us money. And again, I know that there are some great sites out, the great shows out there that do that because they are, they are incurring costs and they are trying mm. to do things too. I've gotten lucky. I've gotten lucky where I haven't had to to shell out money for things. Um, yeah, but where I've I, got you know, a question for you. When you hit a thousand subs and hit monetization, will you turn the super chat off or leave it on? Because you, if it's you a pre- default, if it's a default, I'm gonna probably leave it off. Yeah, I, I didn't know if you could turn I, it on or off. I don't. Know. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, we we turned off. Mon- I turned off monetization a long time ago. Anyway. Oh, you can tell. Um, and we had moved. And we had oh. moved. We had moved to to Twitch for a long time, and Twitch oh, doesn't Twitch doesn't pay you anything. Um, you know, look, I I we have had people that have sent us that have sent us things, and I'm not going to turn down, you know, donations. I would never turn down donations. People okay. do, but that I've had people that believed in us that said, you know what, hey, here's a here's a gift card. You know, uh, can you can you do some streaming for us, or you know, hey, um, if you want to use this as a as a giveaway, or um, you know, hey, I know you said I know you were talking about this game. I know you don't have it yet. You know, here's a here here's the game. You know, just because we love you guys, we've had That's that. Nice. That's really good. That and that and 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 it that that humbles me. Um, you know, and and would, but. The one of the reasons that I that it would be hard for us to turn on super chats and things like that is because I don't want that to become something that um I don't want it to become something that that we draw our attention to. Um, would I love to? Would I? So let me put it this way. Sure, we could turn it on, and and if people want to donate to the show to um. To, you know, to help us out so that we could maybe buy a game and stream it or stuff like that, I would take it. But I would I don't want to feel the I don't want to feel the 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 obligation to not bring in someone else's opinion that's in the chat room because I gotta make way for somebody who gave us five bucks. You know oh, I can see what and, you mean. and yeah and yeah. and again I don't want to take away. I am not trying to take away from the folks that 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 do the super chats and stuff, and and because that again, there are costs involved in what you do. I've gotten lucky in that I I have you know the, the, the that I've not had to deal in those costs. And if I did have to deal in those costs, maybe I would. Maybe I would turn a super chat on. Maybe we would do a Patreon, you know, something like that. But we don't have to, and that's the great part. We can survive, and I can walk away from this at any time. As could any of my, you know, any of my crew. We do this for fun, um, but I could, you know, I, I've, I've gotten lucky in that I have not had to incur costs like I used to with the site. You know, with the website, we had pop-up ads because we had to. It was the only way for us to survive. I could survive on YouTube. Okay. With my current computer and my six dollar microphone, I still, and my, I still can't know. get over that. $6. Yeah, me either. I was like, wow, I had to get a, you know. 
So, um, so yeah, so be yourself. Look, look at the, look at what's, look at the folks that are, that are presenting better. Um, and, and interact with your, interact with the people to, that take the time. You know, everybody over here from Indie Gamer to Starbuck to, uh, Born to Dread to Daz to, they take the time to watch your content. They take the time every week to be in your chat room to, you know, Super Cooper, uh, uh, Tipsy, um, you know, all these folks that I can name here in the, in, in the chat, they take the time to, to be in your chat room, take the time to include them in what you're doing. Exactly. You will, yeah. you will, you will benefit from it in ways that you don't know. So. Yeah, no, that's, that's a perfect, perfect answer. That is. Definitely. And like Jay's philosophy, support and be supported. Yeah, absolutely. You know. And I know, and I, and look, and again, I know Retro Renegades, the super chats, and I know that, that, you know, but I will say that they've never, like Jay would never, and Supersonic and those guys would never use that as a as a tool of preference. You oh know? no! I mean, it, it's, it's quite it's funny. There, right? It was it's quite funny, wasn't it? We, we've Sonic. They were super chatting him to say stuff about Xbox and Game Pass is amazing because <laughs> he was drunk. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that was insane. Right. And, yeah, and 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 I wish that I had. I wish that I had disposable income that I could do that kind of stuff with. You know, I wish I had disposable income because there are there are times when I would love to do a to uh, to do that just to just to show my support. So what I do is, um, and I, and one of one of my more favorite channels that has a Patreon that I can't really do anything with is Top Hat Gaming Man. He's a uh, he's over on your side of the pond. He does some awesome retro stuff. Okay, and he's he's incredible. And you probably heard of him. Probably, I can't afford. I can't afford to be in his Patreon. So what I do is, is, is for whatever it's worth. Whenever the the pre-show ad comes on, I just let me let the let I let the ad run the whole way, and if that gives him, you know, a buck or two of of ad revenue for his channel, I'll do that. So if I support a site, I'll let the ads run. If they if they're doing advertising, okay. That's not that's fair enough, that is. But no, um, do you want to take some community questions if you have any? Yeah, if you, uh, I, this is, I said, you know, AMA. Yeah. Now, about 6.30 is going to be dinner time for me, so yeah. <laughs> maybe a couple of questions. Yeah. Um, we, I got figure any? I got about 10 yeah. minutes. Oh, I so. need beer, badass Lord Tipsy. Yeah, <laughs> I almost brought one to the show. I, I, think had, I, gonna... I, I had a, I had a brother's cider. I did. Nice, very nice, very nice. That's your drink of choice. Yeah, cider normally. Very nice. It is. A any questions, anyone? Well, yeah. To be honest, I think we've covered a lot of stuff. To be honest. <laughs> What's my favorite color? <laughs> Blue. No. Oh. <laughs> Anybody got that reference? Actually watched that. Actually watched Monty Python and the Holy Grail last night for some reason. I don't know why. Just every once in a while, I need to have that. 
So, well, thank you. He said, uh, stu- uh, ACS said, uh, yo, Stubbs, good, good shit, man. Glad I tuned in. I'll definitely check out Mike and his cast out too. I really appreciate that. Thanks, mate. Really appreciate that. That's that's Husk that go that's on Xbox Beyond the Box. If you didn't know, oh, okay, Romy Hood show. Oh, okay. That's a I I I've caught that show um a couple of times and and trying to catch more of it. Um, good show that is. Yeah, I've heard I've heard that is a good show. Uh, There's a question for you. It's came in. All right. With connectivity as it is, do you think loneliness is over when we get older because of gaming? So, you know, I it 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 has definitely changed, um, and I know that you know if you talk to guys like Tommy Tallarico who are bringing out the Intellivision Amico, his 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 philosophy is getting co-op like in-house co-op together again you playing with friends and you know next to each other you playing with your family next to each other and all that's really good but i have to say in this day and age um the 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 dawn of being able to play and talk to people from all all over the all over the world um I think that has I think that has really helped. You know, uh I'm going to be, you know, like I said, I'm going to be 40, I'm going to be 47 this year. Um and yet I've got a stable of friends that I can jump on every night. And even if I'm not gaming, I can just jump in and talk to them. If I'm over here working and doing some IT work, I'll still jump into an Xbox or PSN party and talk to my friends. So, yeah, I mean, the, the way connectivity is now, it really helps. Um, it really keeps people. It's kept people, in, and especially now with with this, with this quarantining and lockdown and not being able to really get out and do things. It now more than ever. That's why. That's why. Um, that's why gaming is is kind of spiking right now as far as uh, you know active usership and and people online and I mean because you're you're finding you're finding that the you know you can you can still have friends and you can still game and you can still enjoy other people's company even if you're not sitting next to them on the couch. So yeah, I absolutely think that it, it helps with that loneliness factor as we, when we get older, because we know we can jump online and we can play with our friends from anywhere from, from down the street to across the world. Definitely. That's a good, that's a good answer. That is, you are right. Yes. So I, right. I, I remember when I first played on the Dreamcast and I couldn't believe I was playing against somebody in America. I thought it yep. was genius. Yeah, <laughs> Fantasy Star Online. I don't. I didn't try that one. I didn't. Oh, that's. No, that I've one. never. I've never played it. Online played MMO it. on the Dreamcast, yeah. right? Yeah. With a 56k modem. Oh, I still missed. Mm. I missed the dial-up noise. <laughs> <laughs> right, I've oh. got a question for Mindy. All right. Do did you do anything to hone your writing skills back in the day? And what makes a good article or feature? Wow. All right. 
So I did a lot of on the job learning. Um, like I said, I didn't, didn't train for this. Um, I wanted to find my own style. Everybody else wrote things just in a certain way. I wanted to find my own style. And one of the, the, so when I was doing the site, I created a couple of things. One of my favorite writing styles was kind of a, um, kind of a role play kind of thing. So I did a preview for a game called, um, uh, full, uh, crap. Um, I can't want to say full metal jacket, which is a movie. And as, uh, what's the name of the game? Um, Oh shoot! I'll find it. But in the meantime, so it was a war game, and it was uh, it was based around um, kind of squad war gaming. It was sort of action and and and, but not quite. It wasn't a first person shooter. Um. So what I did was, instead of writing it like a straight up, uh, just like a straight up preview. I wrote it as if I were a a war journalist out in the field and I was talking to, you know, I made up some general's name and I wrote it as though I was writing an article for like, you know, the, the local military paper. And I, it just, those kind of things. I created this thing for, um, for I, when I, uh, one of the games I got to preview from Acclaim was their Legends of Wrestling series. And I would do a weekly, I do a weekly wrestling show. Like I, you know, you'd have WCW Nitro and WWF Raw. And, oh, and I wow, had, I had, wrestling. yep. I had Saturday night NLG and I would, so I would take videos for the preview, but instead of just saying, Oh, here's a, here's what Hulk Hogan and, and Randy Savage's, entrance looks like and you know the graphics look like this and the things like that i would commentate a wrestling match and i'd show the video but i do like their i do like the the i would write the preview like that so i tried to you know i created nlg sports and so we'd have like this is mike mullis from the nlg sports broadcast booth you know things like that i just tried to do something thank you dreadpool full spectrum warrior thank you which is backward compatible, by the way, on the Xbox One. And if you have a chance to play that game, it's it's awesome and it's different. Anyway, I I tried to just do something different. I tried to, you know, I tried to just, I, I tried to, I looked at everybody else and said, how, how can I get people to pay attention to what I write? And so I would do these little skits and things like that. That's really how I would, how I came about it. And I had to do that. I just kind of learned it while I was going. So, um, yeah, that's very, yeah. very, very good, very, very good story there. And it, and how you yeah. craft your, craft your art form, your skill. Yeah. So if you go, it's it's a great um, full spectrum warrior is a great um, a great look. If you go to let's say if you go back to web archive web archive org, you look up NL Gaming. And you just you you get to one of the the game pages that actually lists the games. You'll you'll find that uh, that game in there, and you'll find that preview, and you can see uh, how I did it. Yeah, after after looks at Upper World, definitely. <laughs> but um, let's see. I think, any more questions, or do you, do you have uh, to go? 
Chris, uh, I I can do. I keep sending you questions, don't I? I know. No, that's great. Um, I can. You know what? I could probably do another ten minutes. Um, okay. So, Mike, did you play Nintendo as a kid? Chris, you know the answer to that. Uh, no, I've, I've actually been looking at a lot of the questions. I think. They're asking <laughs> stuff that they know. I know. So, so John, what is your Techno Fabulous? What is your favorite console ever? I bet that you will say Dreamcast. <laughs> you would win that bet, sir. Yeah. That would be the Dreamcast. So, uh, let's see. All right. What was my favorite song to play on my DJ gigs? Well, I'm, I'm a musician in a band, but uh, I'd have to say one of my favorite songs to play. Uh, I like a lot of 80s stuff. So when we would play like play that funky music, that's one of my that's one of my favorites to play when we're when we're out when we're out gigging. Um, Brick House, another good one. I got a whole slate of good good songs we do in our sets. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, I missed it. Oh, sorry. What's oh. for dinner? I'm what's for, ah roast. <laughs> My wife is making a roast in the crock pot. Ah, oh, so, sounds nice. We're having one yes. tomorrow. Sunday dinner. And would I would I do a community hangout IRL? Ooh, I haven't seen IRL in a long time. Um. I would love to do a community hangout. We have to figure that out. Um, and you know what? Honestly, to be quite honest, better than me at getting those set up and doing those things is Chris. So Fastback, um, he's kind of our marketing our marketing guy. He's uh, uh, I, I would put that I'd I'd put that in his hands to put together. But I'd love to do a I'd love to do a uh, uh, a thing. So. Ooh, here's a great. Uh, oh, when should we expect a reaction stream for Inside Xbox next week? So here's here's the beauty of that one. So our show goes on Thursday night at nine thirty Eastern Standard Time. So um, that that Inside Xbox is Thursday afternoon at noon Eastern Standard Time. So you will be, we will, the the focus of our show uh, this coming Thursday night is going to be that inside Xbox because they're going to be showing Xbox Series X gameplay. So um, tune in that evening. That'll give me time too to get any trailers and stuff. We'll of course show trailers and anything that we can. So I'm um, looking forward yeah. to that. Should be yeah, good. me too. Because I'm finally, finally want to see some gameplay because I've, I've sort of, kind of poo-pooed because uh, I've got a, I've got an Xbox One X and a base PS4, which are great. So I'm not totally on the day one board of the new no, consoles. I wasn't planning to buy one until yeah. at least next next year. Christmas That's time. where I'm at. My yeah. the, the my launch console is an Amico. It's just the way it is. So well, you know how that it's been in the past, you know, these new consoles come out and there's been there's been problems with them. I'm not saying it's gonna happen again, but right. you wait till the bugs are ironed out. You know. <laughs> yeah. So uh, removable sanity had a really good question. Favorite game music that you listen to regularly. So one of my one of my favorite things about the um the Sega CD, Sega Saturn, uh 
and and to an extent Dreamcast PS1 era is you know when we weren't focused on graphics because the technology wasn't there people focused on music one of the things I love about guys like Tommy Tallarico and one of the things that um, that that draw me to 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 him was it's not just that he's making a new console that's coming out this year. He had some of the best gaming soundtracks out there. And the beginning of our show, actually, our intro video is one of his soundtracks, which he gave us explicit permission to use from the Terminator Sega CD. And uh, I mean, those soundtracks, and I rip them to my PC and I listen to them all the time. I will drive down the road listening to uh, Daytona USA or OutRun. Like, I will take Magical Sound Shower from OutRun and I will play that track, the remade <laughs> track of that, driving down the road. Um, I love that era of music. Um, give me give me the soundtrack from Earthworm Jim or from Virtual Fighter 2. Um, there's actually uh, a couple of games called Bug and Bug 2 that from the Sega Saturn that have incredible soundtracks. Um, Sega CDs, I can point out, Mickey Mania, um, Echo the Dolphin, Final oh, Fight. Yeah. Final Fight. Which was which the Sega CD version of Final Fight is the best console version you will find, has the best soundtrack um, of all. There's another guy, Spencer Nilsson, who did the Echo soundtrack, who also did Batman Returns on the Sega CD. Oh. I love listening to that. Um, I love listening to Sonic the Sonic CD soundtrack. Um, what else is there that I'm looking over there at? Um, I mean, it's just you know, um, Robo Alest on the Sega CD. Some of those uh, sh uh, shoot 'em ups, the vertical and horizontal shooters, had some fantastic soundtracks. The Sega CD actually launched with a game called Soul Soul Feast, which was a um, a, a C CD version of a cartridge game called Soul Dees. Um and just it was the same game, just with a bump with a with a soundtrack on it, but. The soundtrack was sublime. And another console that actually did really good Sega soundtracks uh, besides the Genesis and Super Nintendo was the Neo Geo. So when, back in my days when I had a Neo Geo, I would play games like Wipeout, uh, not Wipeout, I'm sorry, Viewpoint, that had like this really cool intro, uh, a really cool soundtrack. Uh, the Atari Jaguar had a couple of games that had great soundtracks. Tempest 2000 comes to mind. Um, so yeah, and, and again, I've got a lot of this stuff ripped to my, to my, um, PC and I will just listen to them just to listen. But that was my, those were my big eras of music was, uh, the Sega CD and the Sega Saturn, the PS1 and the, um, Sega Dreamcast. Yeah, no, that's very, very good so, answer that was. Oh, I'm Daz, terrible. I'm, I'm terrible music to be honest. Yeah. Daz, you, I will, yeah, oh, sorry. Sorry. If you'd um, that question, the answer would have been, I don't know. <laughs> I'm terrible. <laughs> it's okay. I would have probably said the Gears of War soundtrack and Gears of War 1 or something. Well, no, some, no, of, that's, some not... of that's very good. <laughs> some of that's very good. Um, but but nowadays, the soundtrack isn't as, as focused as it was back in the day. Because like I said, back in the day, graphics weren't what they are today, so you had to sell on something. And sound yeah, and music were what you sold on. 
Yeah. yeah, no, you're right. You've got a good point. You have. Some so, of these kids uh, that play Fortnite need to be shown. Yeah. Go, go back in the day to how yeah. games used to be. Yep. Is, that, is that a game? Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness, yes. Yeah. So, um, let's see. Oh, Daz, I will get you some new uh, lo- I. I I don't know that I have any new logos. Um, I think everything that I got is current. So uh, by all means, use yes, because we are a partner. Daz does some stuff for us. Um, so yeah, um, use. And and I'll, I don't know if Jay wants to get you anything. Um, magical sound shower would be a weird conversation to walk in on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's see. All right, those are great questions, guys. Um, yeah, I, good, I, I, good. I do have to get ready for dinner though, so oh, I do not want to make my, I do not want to make my wife angry. Um, yeah, thanks for coming on. I really, really appreciate. Uh, oh it. my goodness, really, was... really good chat. You know, oh, I thank you for such great questions too. I mean, I like I said, I've got such great memories, and I'm very, um, I'm not only proud of the work that I used that I've done, but I'm very humble for the for the opportunity you know i was very um you know i i got to do what many people could not and and don't get a chance to do and i i uh, i appreciated you know i appreciated what i was able to do and i and i i look back on my gaming journalism life with such fondness and uh uh, I, you know, talking to you today, just uh, let me relive it for a little bit and um, let me feel young for a little bit. And uh, uh, I appreciate that. Stubbs, I really do. Uh, definitely. Really do. It's really insightful um, look into, in, in, into, your, into your career in gaming. I it's really, it. really insightful because. I mean, I know a lot of people that are on YouTube, etc. That they haven't actually done, they haven't actually been a real journalist, whereas you have. So you've got that experience. You know what I mean? So I really, really appreciate you coming on and and ah. sharing sharing all your all your fun stories. And as uh, Dreadpool says, write a book. <laughs> <laughs> no one would buy my book. It would be. <laughs> one or two one or two copies no you know it's uh i appreciate that and it 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 makes you know um i it it humbles me you know to it really does that's right we are still young we don't get old we level up that is perfect tipsy that is perfect so right do you want to tell everyone where where you they can find you yes so um we are, as you can see, the original Next Level Gaming. Um, yeah. You can find us on YouTube. It's uh, primarily where we are. If I do get some some streaming going again, we may fire up the Twitch site again. But for now, it's YouTube.com slash the original Next Level Gaming. Or if you just put Next Level Gaming into the search, uh, we come up. I haven't looked lately. Let me see. Also, uh, links in the, in the description. Yeah, we come up about... Uh, we come up sort of in the in the uh, first couple of things here, so just look for the original Next Level Gaming. Um, I am uh, at Stinger NLG on uh, Twitter, and then you can find our official uh, NLG Twitter feed 
at OG underscore NL Gaming. Um, we are we do our show Thursday nights, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard, and that's every every Thursday. And we will do, from time to time, uh, we'll do a reaction show. So, you know, had E3 been going the way, you know, the normal way and and Xbox and, and other companies were doing their press briefings, we would do a live reaction show to it. Um, but our main, our main focus is our Thursday night show. Um, and that's really, you know, it's really where we are. And, uh, I encourage, encourage you guys to come. If you haven't checked out a show before, um, you know, come check out, uh, Peter and Chris and John and Frankie and, and, you know, um, and if you like us, hit that sub button and just tell a friend. That's how we want to grow. We want you to tell a friend about us. Um, you know, I, I can advertise the show till the cows come home. But really, if you like it, tell one of your buddies, hey, check out the NLG show. And if they like it, have them do it. And and that's that's how I want to grow because that's how I know we're going to get the right people. So That's how to find oh. us. Yeah, oh, thanks for that. People should really check out at the NLG show. It's really good. I heard about it through the Indie Gamer and uh, UK Daz. So I checked oh, it out. And the, I appreciate uh, it, Daz. And, and, weekly. So. Not live, but after. But That's okay. You know, hey, that's you know. okay too. That's all right. I appreciate your support, Stubbs. And again, I had a really good time today. Uh, my wife just poked her head and said, dinner. So, so I'm, I'm gonna um, Thanks, I'm gonna go eat. But uh, I, I, I cannot thank you enough for having me on. Okay, thanks, mate. All right, thanks for tuning in, everyone. All right, thanks. See you. See you next time. Bye, guys. Game and ladies, right. and play on gamers. I can't hold this pose forever. I'm, I'm trying to. End this. It's the show that won't end. Right. Let's try again. <laughs>